0: Episode 154 On tonight's episode, Pat Muttley talks about some rules questions and hope he doesn't open up a bag of worms or a can of worms or a container of worms He just doesn't like worms, I don't think Other than that, he's talking to Romeo from Battle Foam about new bags and new games and then he's got on some of his friends who he's brought into the hobby New Guys New blood, new meat, hold it what you will. He's actually got some cats with him in that basement, and I think it's good. I think he a little bit too much time down there alone, if you know what I'm trying to say. But otherwise, shut it! I'm listening to me show! Welcome to Garage you tools for the next few hours, I'll be doing the best I can to share with you my little hey, of tabletop hey, wargaming hey, and probably, over, probably. Hey, hey, some of my like various over, other over, fandoms, over, bringing you new over, players, over, new summoning over, ideas, over, and a over, brand new over, bag. Over, I'm Dave Whitech, and here with me, as usual, to begin the show is Lindsay Lee, Alpino Canadian Hockey Pucks. Say hi, Lindsay. Oh, so, man so, so much stuff going on right now. So let me get to the, the basics and um, get into some news and into other Give some and other stuff known. that's going on. Uh, let's see. Uh, as always, we need to take a minute to thank the, the sponsors of Garage Handle uh, who are MIDI Gifts and Games in Grays Lake, Illinois, Mercia Miniatures. That's M I E R C E hyphen. Miniatures.com. Uh, Chaos Orc Superstore. 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 Uh, six Squared Studios for all your MDF basing needs. And Battle Foam protecting your army. That's right. Protecting your army. And we'll be talking to Romeo a little bit later. Uh, we'd also be remiss. Don't forget if we didn't thank our Patreon associate producers of Garage Hammer, and that would be James Mackey, Ryan Taylor, and Shirley Tempel. And to find out how you can become a show patron, please, please, please visit Patreon.com/GarageHammer and take a look at our Patreon page. It would be most cool of you if you checked it out. It'd be even more cool of you if you decided to become a patron. Um, emails and voicemails uh, Running a little thin this episode But you can always email me At uh, garagehammer at uh, Otherwise you can call me With voicemail It's 1-757-GH-SHOW-6 That's 1-757-GH-SHOW-6 And for most international callers Dial one 757 GH show six or one seven, five, seven, four, four, one, four, six, nine, six. Give us a call. Ecstatic. If we heard from you. Um, You know what? Let's do this. Let's just go. just jump right into a break because I don't have any voicemails or uh, emails. Let's jump right into a quick break. Uh, come back. We're going to hit the garage hammer news and then on to these uh, questions that I got that erosion an email I got, um, someone trying to explain the benefits of summoning. Got me all sorts of thinking about this, and hopefully, uh, hopefully I don't cause any rules, uh, debates uh, to get too thick or heavy with this. Maybe um, this cool thing about Age of Stigma. You can play it however you want to, so as far as garage gaming goes, I could totally be Right. Tournament Center. But I'd like to be right about lots of it. So we'll see what
1: happens. We'll see where I'm at when we come back right after. Break. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing projects? Are you looking for some new and interesting resin to Studios.
0: Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. Your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, paints. Think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. time for a little Garage Hammer news. Alright, so, uh, Garage Hammer news. And, um, there's a bunch of stuff going on in, uh, the Games Workshop
2: uh, this week.
0: Um, not all of it AOS, some of it 40k, but that's cool because it's kind of exciting. Um, uh, James Steeler Cults. Finally got uh they got a book and they got models and they're there's another new army out for uh for 40k. Uh I think the models look pretty cool, personally. Um they're pretty interesting. They've got a lot of that uh they got a lot of uh vehicles and stuff with them, like with lots of cool stuff going on because I guess they're taking mining equipment and converting it into uh weaponry. Um just overall a pretty neat a pretty neat release. I was uh I was kind of impressed with what I saw. I've not uh, played a game of 40K in years. Um I've only ever played about two, so you know. Uh but they did look pretty cool. Um they made me interested in in maybe starting uh starting and playing with uh, with some gene Steelers. but to be honest, um Yeah, I just, I've, I opted not to go and started another thing. But, uh, they did look pretty cool. They were quite tempting, um, to, uh, pick up and, and just start painting because I thought they looked pretty neat. Um, one thing I will be picking up is I'm going to be trying out, I'd like to try out some of these new texture paints. GW, um, has put out a bunch of new texture paints, including one for snow that you apparently can literally just take right out of the bottle. After you finish doing the whole base and putting uh, putting your little tufts and everything on, you can just pile on this uh, snow. Um, now, you know, I only saw a couple of pictures of bases. The snow effect looks pretty cool in the pictures, uh, as you would hope it would. Um We'll see how it looks in person. I've never been a snow base person just never quite got the got the the excitement about snow bases personally, it just looked weird to me um you know snow only falling in little little clumpy clumps. I guess it was always supposed to look like a spring thaw or something like that, but just never quite looked right to me um what is what is uh, exciting to me is uh, they seem to have a couple of different types of actual paint for every style. Um, and what I mean is they've got like a thin and a thick, right? Like they had the Agrellan Earth before, and now they've got Agrellan Badland to go with it. They had Sterlin Mud, and now they have Sterlin Battlemire, Armageddon Dust, and Armageddon Dunes and uh if you look on the website i was clicking on it and i actually just brought up this p d f showing you the paints um showing you what what uh what type of uh texture paint they used uh what they washed or, you know what they sort of dry brushed over it with and uh the final look and um you know like i said the the one that was, they they all look uh you know the little cracks, the the chunks of of earth are larger on the cracks on the on the thicker paint. Um, the stuff that's supposed to look sort of thin and just you know like uh, bumpy you put on the thicker paint and it's got much more texture to it. Um, very interesting. Uh, I, I like I said I I'm looking forward to picking up a a couple of those and and playing around with them. Uh, just trying to get a shot and see what's going on with that because uh just looking at the PDF really is what really sparked my interest, seeing the the similarities between each of the two, the thin and the thick, but then the you know, the obvious differences that come into play there. Um it's pretty neat. It just uh seems to be a a, 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 a they've got a texture paint for pretty much every style of dirt, mud and rock you can kind of come up with. Uh, and then you can just spruce it up to your liking, or cover half of it with snow. There you go. Um, I am. I'm. I'm going to be picking some up. I think. I think it looks pretty cool. Um,
1: and that was all I really
0: had until this morning, and suddenly there's this video uh, on Warhammer TV, and they pull out the Magnus the Red Demon Primarch of Zinch or something like that. Uh, the 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 picture, what looks to be the picture from the box, or or if it's just a, you know, a single sprue, which it was, it looked way too big to be that. It's got to be on the box, a picture of the box. But they had the picture of the box cover. He is listed as Thousand Sons, not uh, demons. So that's kind of interesting that he's still he's listed as, as a Thousand Sons model. Um, it's not from Forge World, so. It's not necessarily thirty K model. So this leads me to all sorts of questions about where that story's going and what's going on. Um you know, if the uh if the Tyranids are moving in and taking stuff and the and the, the next Black Crusade and stuff's coming out of the Eye of Terror, might be interesting to see the return of some of the primarchs, both good and bad. Could make for some really interesting uh things going on uh in 40k maybe it's even speaking to where the game's going who knows um you know they're talking it's uh it's an end time scenario coming in um and then you start to see primark models returning into 40k what what seems to be 40k and uh that leads me to believe that there is you know some sort of end timesy stuff happening Uh, i'm just really want to see where this goes um loving the fluff. So even though I'm not a 40K player per se, uh seeing these models come out and wondering what that how that bodes for the for the story, the you know, the timeline uh for 40K is uh is just really cool. Just really cool. Um I think that's about it for uh the new stuff that's out from Games Workshop. Uh still a little bit then oh then one no oh, one other thing. One other thing that they just posted on their Facebook page. Uh the Mortal Realms is ever in need of heroes, and soon there'll be a new one, and it just says this weekend a new hero of the Mortal Realms emerges. It does look a heck of a lot like another Stormcast eternal hero model. Um But I'm okay with that. I like Stormcast and uh I like uh I don't know, I like Stormcast. I play them, so another hero model could be interesting. Wonder what he does. Hopefully it's hopefully it's something really cool that's going to totally make my army the best. Cuz that's what I got to do. I got to have the all the best so I can win all the time. That's right. Actually, that's not even close to right. Well, you know what I'm talking about? Um it just you know it's and it's just a silhouette in the picture. We don't have any idea what it is. It looks like a stormcast. Uh a lot of people going, ugh, more stormcast. When are you going to bring out other stuff?" I'm just happy to see another thing come out before we hit the November December, you know, nothing new's coming out cuz it's the holidays. So, middle of October, another model comes out. I'll take it. I'll check out what it is. I'm good with that. Okay, so I think that's about it for uh the Garage Hammer news um texture paints, demon prime magazines, gene steeler cults, nothing really AoS except for the outline of the possible stormcast hero. But um let's move on to this uh rules query that I have. Uh I'd like to get your guys opinion on it. Uh you can always come and comment uh on this on the show thread um which is posted now in the uh the Grand Alliance forums at tga.community and i'm not trying (laughs) i know i know when i had chris walker on a while back um he had you know we had brought up the thing that rules is written you could possibly distribute uh wounds you know to multiple models and um that caused um some confusion um and some uh, concern with TOs and players and stuff like that, and I didn't mean to open up that can of worms. I don't necessarily think I opened it up. I just think after, after we talked about it on the show, a couple people heard it and then started asking, and then it became a weird thing. Uh, I still feel bad about that. But um, here's another thing that I'm asking, and this one is not so much in the rules. I don't know that uh, it's really there, but it's something I'm interested in trying out um based on what i've been reading in the general's handbook, so let me get to this well uh we talk about summoning, and for those of you um for, okay for those of you who don't know uh the rules of summoning have changed as far as in in playing in uh in pitched battles and matched play um now i really did i have to admit i really liked how the uh how the south coast g t uh, Rules pack handled it. Uh, was that if you wanted to summon, you can you keep some stuff out of your list. So on a two thousand point game, uh, if you only put eighteen hundred on the board, you're coming. You're playing two hundred points short. Um, but then you could actually summon four hundred points. So you know, taking that risk for the possible reward uh, was there. Um, they also threw in since since, since, just did the, uh, since the destruction army can't summon. Um, if you were a destruction army playing against someone who would summon, you could just ha- start off with more automatically with more points on the table uh, to counteract that. So, um, I remember. In fact, we had at one of our tournaments. I think it was the first one we did at UGG, the first AOS one day. Or I did. Uh, We followed with that sort of rules. And um, it was if the person was summoning, you could have extra points. So I know there was a couple of times that uh, someone with the Destruction Army came in and someone who had potential summoning just said, Nope, I'm not summoning. I'm just playing out my points and not summoning. And uh, kept the other player from laying out extra points. Um, This would be something completely different now. Um, Now summoning is you just basically... You keep x amount of points off the table, and you can summon x amount that same x amount of points uh, during the game uh, and that 's brought up a whole bunch of questions uh, the most obvious being why the heck would I want to do that? Um, people have uh, have talked about uh, your model or the models that can summon can you know they can bring them within a certain range of themselves so they can move up uh, and you could suddenly be summoning up models into the backfield, you could be summoning up models where you want them. And that's all fine and good, but you're. It's, and the the risk reward for that just doesn't seem like worth it. At least it never did to me. Like, oh really? So what a bonus I can summon them, you know? But if you kill the caster who's summoning them, it's just the whole the whole thing is is wasted. So, um, I'm reading the rules. And then the first thing that I was told was, it's a little bit more, and I got this from a a listener, and I mentioned it on the last show, I think, and they said that summoning is a little bit uh, cooler than that, because, um, at least according to this, it just says that you have to set aside the points as reinforcement points. It doesn't say you have to list what those reinforcements are. Um which I thought was interesting. In fact, I'm just going to read the reinforcement points here because you're, you know, you're picking your armies and stuff like that. Uh, sometimes a spell or ability will allow you to add units to your army or replace units that have been destroyed. In a pitched battle, you must set aside some of your points in order to be able to use these units. The points you set aside are called your army's reinforcement points and need to be recorded on your army roster. Um, so does it just say, I mean, when it says I'm, I'm recording the points you set aside are your army's reinforcement points. So do I just list 1,600 points out of 2,000 and then put down, uh, boom, 400 reinforcement points? Like, not, And that's apparently how the person who emailed me, that's how their group was playing it. And you don't have to say what it is. You just have to say you have the points, um, which then opens you up to as long as you bring it and have it with you. And you have the, you know, the you 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 successfully cast the summon. Basically, anything in that army book um, can be there. You can. It's not like you only bring four hundred points and say this is all I'm going to summon. I'm going to summon these specific units. Uh, It it becomes a much more effective tool on the battlefield when you know you can summon up. uh, You can start making decisions. Do I want to pull? Uh, a couple of of tinier units or do I want to pull one big hitter and use all of my reserve points on one big hitter Um, and it totally depends on the army you're facing suddenly your wizard becomes very valuable because the whole uh, you know um, the whole idea that they could be summoning anything as long as you brought it with you um, becomes very dangerous I think um I just I just kind of like that concept. Um I don't know how it would work in an uh, if you already have a sideboard, you know, um bring 3 play 2. Okay, well I'm bringing 3 and I'm playing 2, but I'm only going to play 1600 cuz my list specifically states that I'm, you know, putting 400 in reserve. Um can you uh bring more than 3? You know, have a bunch of stuff that's not on your list that that's part of the reserve pool? Um, these are things that could be summoned. I just I want to make sure I have them with me. Um, you know That that wouldn't make... It's not like you're bringing illegal stuff. They, you have the spell summon X, and so you have some models for it. They are not models you can choose from, necessarily, because uh, they aren't on your, your list bring three, summon two. So they're not in your 3,000. So you couldn't put them down initially on the board. Um, they're just there on the side waiting to see... If you're going to pull them, Um, if you don't play a sideboard, it's not as complicated, you know, playing 2000, I'm bringing 1600. uh, And then I've just got a a bunch of other stuff that I brought, um, all of which uh, could possibly be summoned. It's it's it. Is that too powerful? I don't know, because I haven't played it. Uh, It was just an idea I had and. Uh, I'm kind of running with it because I kind of like the idea. Um well, where did I get this stupid idea? Um, I was listening to—I forget who—I was listening to. I think it was a—I think it was a podcast. Um, Might have been the Ninth Realm. Uh, and they were talking about Nagash and saying how he was 900 points, and when summoning was good, 900 points he was a steal. But now that summoning um, has has been um, tamed. Um, that at 900 points it was way too much. He, he's the most expensive model on the board. Now you know don't don't get me wrong. Just because he can't summon you know thousands of things every turn doesn't make him a, a weak model. He's got so much stuff going on. But like I said, I was thinking about that, and you know that would be kind of neat if you were just, if it was just open to whatever you were bringing. Um, and not limited to some sort of a small uh, list. Um, now, I could see in a tournament them saying you have to at least list what's in your possible reserve list. Um, I could also even see them limiting to you and saying you can only list double what your reserve is. So you have to at least be careful that way. Um, you know, whatever you know, uh, however a, a TO wants to do it, uh, my 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 point remains the same: as the actual. You know, you're you're not committing to this these this few hundred points from these few units, where uh, you're limited within that four hundred points. If you've got, you know, if if your book allows you to summon up, you know, nine different units, um, you can have points for all those nine different units to max out. You know, if that's what you want to do, um, that's a lot of painting and that's a huge display board but it's your game you know if you're willing to do it that's uh, if that's what you want to play i don't i don't see in my myopic narrow not playing enough games to know if what i'm saying is completely stupid or not point of view uh it seems kind of cool to me like i'm thinking next time i run a tournament at ugg i may this is how i may run it um or you don't have to necessarily list what your reserve is. You just have to list that you're taking a reserve. Um, of course, once you list that, you're committed to it. There's no. I think I'm just going to put all my models on the board, um, because you've got to commi- you've been committed to a reserve list. Then um, that might you know that's also that's that's a negative. That's a bit of a drawback. But when you hear the other half of this, that drawback. <laughs> You know, Like I said, I'd, I'd love to hear what people think about this um, or if there's a way to refine this because I think this could be cool. Now, the other point that I was wondering about, uh, and I know it doesn't have to do with summoning per se. Cause it talks about how spells and abilities that allow you to add models to existing units don't cost you reinforcement points. However, in pitch battle, you cannot increase the number of models in a unit to more than it had at the start of the battle. Uh, you can replace slain models but not create new models. Now, this has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm about to propose, um, but it did spark that idea because I kind of think I misread it. Plus, um, this question, uh, I, it is just kind of popped up in my head. And uh, so, okay, um, I got two examples here. Let's go with uh, – I got my Seraphon book here. Um, it, yeah, so Seraphon uh, Summoners, uh, they can summon up Soros Guard. Now, Soros Guard are 100 points for 5. Um, so, a cast on a 6, if successfully cast, you set up 5 Soros Guard. So, that would have been 100 points of your reserve pool. Uh, if the result is 11, set up a unit of 10 Soros Guard. Uh, Soros Warriors, they're 10 for 100 points. Uh, cast on a 6, Six. Same thing. Ten Saurus Warriors on an eleven. Set up twenty Saurus Warriors. Um, Saurus Knights. You know whatever it is. I just, I know. I happen to know the points value of the Saurus Guard and the Saurus Warriors are a hundred for their base unit. Um, zombies. Zombies are way cheaper and uh, easier to cast and and send up. Um, how much are zombies? Zombies are something stupid. Zombies are sixty points for for ten. Uh, They cast on a 4, you get 10 zombies. On an 8, you get 20 zombies. Uh, Dire Wolves cast on a 5, you get 5 Dire Wolves. On a 10, you get 10 Dire Wolves. It says set up 10 instead. So um, it says that abilities that allow you to add to a unit... um, don't cost you any of your pool points you're not really adding to a unit here per se but it does seem like a special perk like all summoning is at a base you know the base unit size whatever the base unit size is that's how you summon um, and not every unit allows you to summon extras um, obviously heroes or, or, or big monsters and things like that they only allow you to summon one um, but some of the some of the infantry and some of the cavalry will allow you to double down, so do you necessarily have to double down on the points um, if it's given as a bonus for a really good casting and once again then that goes to the dice um. But, you know, if you want to take the narrative uh, of it, of the, you know, take the cinematic look in your head, um, you know, he's casting and it's costing him whatever the energy is or whatever it is that you, you want to convert for story wise from think, this hundred points. And he does it so well that, boom, twice as many show up. Well, it was still that one spell. It was still that one whatever. And he did really well. Um, maybe you don't pay those extra points. Maybe when you hit that ten or more, that eleven or more, when you double down on the roll, you don't necessarily have to double down on the points. Um, suddenly, the risk reward for taking summoning, for not necessarily putting everything on the table,, ooh, if I can roll really high, I might get extra models that I don't have to pay for. Um, it harkens back to that uh that south coast g t of you know keep two hundred out summon 400 if you're able. Um, this you're not automatically allowed to, but if you get those rolls, you could, and then you wouldn't have to pay for it. Um, I kind of think this is, seriously, this is what I'm going to do the next time I run something at UGG. Um, unless I'm given a good reason not to or someone else tries it and it fails miserably, um, I'm thinking that the the bonus on the roll shouldn't count toward the points uh, I'm also thinking that n- you may not, I'm not certain how to do the reserve, how you would list it on your army list. Um, but I think you should be allowed to, um, basically summon up whatever you want to summon as long as it's within the points. Um, anything on your list that you've got the spell for, go for it. Um, that's, that's just me. Um, I suppose, um, you know, I, it, now I haven't looked at all of the spells and I don't know if you can, uh, if you can suddenly go, uh, across things. I mean, if you, you really can't go too far, at least I'm looking at this, I'm not certain, let me check the seraphon book because the death book is so vague because it says death wizards and things like that, but you know, you know, that's the whole book. It's all the same army. Let's see. Yeah, Slan Wizards know the summonsaurus spell. So it's not like you can just summon anything from your whole grand alliance. You have to literally be in your own race at least. Um so you're not going crazy with the cheese whiz and just summoning up stuff from other armies. Um I, I don't know. I think this is you know, and one of the things that prompted me—and I'm not going to lie—even though I haven't ever played with him, and I'm not playing that army right now—I'm really focusing on my Stormcast. It's what I'm taking with me to, to Wapaka. Uh, I may take them to Adepticon if they do well, uh, especially if I, because I still just have not rebased my Death Army. Um, but I'm thinking about Nagash. He's 900 points. I mean, 900 points is a lot of points, especially, um, I would think, uh, even summoning, you would have to put out your three battle line minimum units, so uh, you would have your your, your Nagash out, um, three battle line minimum, which, if you really wanted to go with the barest of minimums, you'd put up three units of zombies, so that would be 1080. Um, let's pretend you weren't just trying to min-max, um, just for my... Own sake, uh, and my own peace of mind, not because I'm, you know, I'm trying to be a super nice guy, but because I would really like to uh, just have nice play uh, play with round numbers here as I'm talking about this. But um, let's see, zombies are that much. How much are skeletons? Are eighty. Let's say you put out two units of zombies in a unit of skeletons you really wanted to go on the cheap that would be uh 200 points nagash is 900 that would leave you 1100 on the board out of your out of your 2000 and if they don't kill him right off the bat um then he can summon up a lot of stuff but he, like i said being 900 points he's just i mean he's cost more than Archeon. um and I think we've seen through different battle reports I've seen online and stuff, Archeon versus uh, Nagash, uh, Archeon seems to win that fight. Um, but, you know, so you've got him and suddenly he can summon up, you know, the if he gets the good roll, he gets the doubles. Um, you know, then the next, but of course... His special ability is he doubles whatever he gets to place anyway, so you're already summoning it double, and then you hit the big number, and you're summoning a quadruple, and it's like, you know, he suddenly throwing down a ton of models um, for the base cost. But if you don't do that, then, I mean, even his own special abilities are pointless, you know? Um if I'm if I'm only putting aside four or five hundred points, you know, one unit of skeletons a good real real good role and there's the whole thing. I've got a giant unit of skeletons. And you can opt not to double, I suppose. you can. You don't have to. Um but it just seems like the whole cool thing with the summoning is you could double down if and if suddenly it's a if if I double down well then I don't get you know, I can't some it's just I don't know. I, I don't know. Um I'm rambling a little bit. I realize that. Uh I am I'm thinking about and I don't have anyone to to, to to I don't have anyone to shoot this off of as I'm sitting here. Um well okay, yes, you Lindsay, but you know the whole issue there. They don't yeah, forget it. Um So let me know what you think. Do you have to list exactly what you might summon? or can you just list a reserve um and should you have to pay for the bonus uh of getting a really great role uh you get that really good role and suddenly you're summoning extra stuff um i'm i'm thinking right now that you shouldn't have to pay you should just get the bonus because you did a really good job you got the special uh you know you 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 cast really well that's not, um, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's why the rule is there. It's a bonus to get if you do well, um, by counting it as the points and penalizing it, uh, it, it takes away a lot of that, that shine. And suddenly the, the 900 points that you're paying for a Nagash or the extra points you're paying for your, for your wizards, suddenly that risk reward comes in and I, and, and you know, do you want to risk a few hundred? You know, I'll start off a few hundred short. Maybe. If he gets killed, I'm down a few hundred, and that really stinks. But if he lives, I could I could potentially summon up double. Maybe I don't. Maybe every roll I just hit the bare minimum, and everything I summoned was just getting me right back up to my starting points. And then again, maybe, you know, I'm playing with hundreds and hundreds of points more than you for free. Wah, wa. wah. wah. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. I could be really stupid. I'd like to know what you guys think. Feel free to email or write in to uh, GarageHammerLive.com or comment on the show thread at uh, TGA.community. So, that's it. That's my whole thing. Um, It's like 20 minutes of rambling there, I know, but... I like summoning. I think it's cool. I've always been a fan of it, you know, as I've been playing my vampire counts. And uh, now that we're on these other summoners, I I think this makes summoning suddenly really viable again. Um, But I don't know if it makes it overpowered. So that's the question that needs to be answered. Um, But until that question is answered, uh, whatever. Uh, Time for a break. Yep, 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 Break, break, break. Uh, back in a few with the Toolbox brought to you by Chaos Orcs Superstore. Chaos Orcs Superstore. Chaos Org Superstore. Chaos
3: Orcs Superstore. Chaos
0: Right, folks, Chaos Org Superstore, your one stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chessex Dice and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted boarded miniature based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you because at Chaos Org Superstore, what you see is what you get. Back, 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 back. Um, yeah. So we're back, and guess what? It's time for the toolbox brought to you by Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos, Orc, Superstore,
2: Chaos Orc, Superstore. All
0: right, hobbying. Um, so I'm just about done with the prosecutors. Uh, they should be done hopefully tomorrow. The wings, uh, I may come back to them. Uh definitely the champion ones, the larger prosecutors. You know, the the large wingspan ones. Because um, I left them just the blue. Um, I don't have blending down right now. But you know what? They're they're tabletop okay. Uh, people who keep looking at them say, "Oh, those look really nice." Uh, if you get up close, they are flawed. Um, but you know, from standing over the tabletop, they look pretty good. I mean, they're they're tabletop. They're okay. Um, but the rest of the models. Uh the the rest of the nine of them, the rest of the bodies are pretty much close to done. I'm hoping to have them finished tomorrow, which would be awesome. By the time you're listening to this, I should be done. Uh if I do have them done, I'm going to move on to the judicators. Uh by the end of the week I'll be on to the judicators. Um only only own 10 of them, so that'll be a nice quick run. They are simple once I can figure out how to paint the uh bows. Um but that's a pretty simple, you know, a easy paint job um once they're done it's just on to all of the paladins uh then a few characters and um and I've got my 2000 point list that I have been running at least is ready um which is just kind of cool so I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of once I get those guys done that'll be uh 42 models that i've painted for this army um that's past the halfway point that's well past the halfway point so um you know if i can get another unit done per week i'll have this stuff done before thanksgiving uh you know get a couple units get a couple of characters quick painted at least the ones i want to take um you know and then then i can build what i have left for my stormcast army that i never uh at least build it not necessarily going to paint it yet because it not really putting it on the list. Got to get onto that, that whole thing I'm trying to do with the bases. Uh, see if that's going to work. That's the next step. Um, I don't want to really start pulling them apart until I'm really going to sit down and start assembly lining the bases. Um, so I want to get it painted. Then I want to sit down and just crank out on bases if that whole technique that I'm planning works. And then if not, I'll know it and I'll, I'll have to adjust that base plan. I don't want to start until I know that. Um, yeah, so basically, I guess what I'm saying is once I get the uh, models painted, then it's all about that base, but, um, you know, that was just horrible. I should be slapped. Um, any other hobbying? Yes. I signed up for the AOS Friday and the AOS on Sunday at Wapaca. There is no AOS on Saturday. I, I wasn't certain why this was, but there is no AOS on Saturday. There is, however, a uh, narrative... 40k event going on And most of my friends Who are going to be at PACA Seem to have been signed up for it uh, A good buddy Ryan Nickel is, is running it uh, I emailed him I said you got any spots left He said we are at 29 out of 30 I said hold on Hit Paypal Shroomf, Done And he's like okay you're in You're the last spot So um <laughs> I uh, I looked over the uh, the couple of armies that I was considering. Gene Steeler cults I thought was pretty cool, um, but I don't know. You know I don't want to be buying new army books and stuff like that right now. Um, so I looked at a few other things and I decided to go with the Space Marines because you know you know guys you guys know I like Space Marines. Um, I looked at the Space Wolves. I really don't like those Wolfen models. I think they're called Wolfen. I don't like them. Um, I also don 't like the, a lot of the space wolf heads, so even though they are my favorite of the legions um at least for what 's coming up here, I just wanted to get something that I can do sort of quick and get on the table and play some forty k and learn some forty k and then i 'm going to play with 'll be able to play with Chris Yu again because he 's playing with the sun so um yeah, I just decided you know what i 'm going to go with the ultramarines um a good solid choice. And uh, I happen to like the Ultramarines. I don't care that they're the poster boys and so many people get annoyed by them. Um, That's fine. I I love it. Just give me the hate. You can hate on the Ultramarines to me all you want. Um, But I went out and picked up uh, the Getting Started kit and another box of Tac Marines. And then I ordered up... uh, two boxes of stern guard vets, a box of Terminators, and two Rhinos, which, to my knowledge, all of this together should make me at about 1,000 points, which is where I want to be, no more than two of any type of unit, uh, according to his rules. And I can thank Rotor for that because he sort of whipped off a list for me um, that would be fun and not too overpowered and uh, would fit all the rules. So thank you, Rotor. Um, But, yeah, I've got... Uh, I've got ultramarines, so they're gonna they're gonna get a a, a feature. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm gonna get the blue spray paint and see how that works, and see uh, see what I can do. Um, it's literally only I uh, what it's 36. It's 36 space marines and two rhinos. Um, and if they're all primed with that blue, I'm gonna try to do like an army in a weekend sort of thing and see what I can do with that. Um, that's kind of a little side project yeah but I'm excited about it Um, that's uh, that's my hobby and that's that's my my hobby Uh, gaming uh, I ran I ran two great games of Age of Sigmar Uh, by running them I mean we had new players so I was explaining the rules and letting them you know make their decisions but sort of you know Going over the rules and making sure they understood what their stats were and all their different abilities on the different cards. Or I mean, the different uh, w- uh, war scrolls so that um, they didn't miss anything. Uh, so We'll talk about that later um, a little bit. Um, Mikey and Brandon are going to be on the show, um, former students of mine who started playing a little bit at the end of 7th, and then 8th edition came out, and they really sort of got into it, and then uh, they had to get ready for finals and go to college and things like that. and So, you know, that messes up your playing sometimes. But they're back now. Uh, they had a couple of games of Age of Sigmar, and they're going to come on a little later and talk about it. Um, they, they they had a good time. I'm I think it's safe to say they had a good time, but, you know, that's just from my observations while they were here. Um, and we'll talk about those then. Um, what other other uh, Westworld uh, started? Um, I haven't gotten to watch it yet. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. The first two episodes I'll be watching tomorrow. Um I keep hearing Westworld is awesome, so I'm excited. I got it on my DVR. I'm going to watch that. Uh Luke Cage is in my Netflix queue. I'm hearing mixed things about that. Haven't watched that yet either. I just need to find some time to get some of this stuff uh, sort of binge watched. So uh we'll we'll see. Hopefully I'll have a little more to report on that next episode. But that's about it. I think that's it for the toolbox. Mm that's uh that's kind of crazy. So this segment was way shorter than I thought it would be, but um, I have to take a break here um, because through the power of time travel, um, I up next will be uh, an interview that I I did um, not so not so much an interview. Yeah, Romeo is a, I mean you guys know Bell is the sponsor of the show they're they're protecting your army and uh, Romeo's coming on next. Um, he's got some cool things. We sit and we chat for a bit. Um, yes, I already recorded it so. Um, it's cool. We talk uh, We talk about um, the end of 40K Radio and the start of the Free Buddhas Network. We talk a little bit about some new bags and some stuff for Wild West Exodus. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, and so uh, stick around for that because I think that's, uh, that's kind of fun. We had a good time just chit-chatting. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, I always get some good responses when he's on, so I think you'll enjoy that. Uh, After that We'll come back uh, With uh, Mike and Brandon Um, They're Like I said Brand new players They're coming in They're just uh, They played And they wanted to Come on the show And talk about Sort of their uh, Their experience a bit Um, And then That should be it And then we'll wrap up The show after that So I'll be right back uh, With Romeo So stick around Hey, folks, it's Dave, and I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Battle Foam. You've all heard me talk about it before. The foam is firm. It doesn't separate from the base. They custom cut, design, make any piece of foam you want to fit any model you want. Anytime a new army comes out, within days, you've got Battle Foam cut and designed to fit those models. This isn't a game company making cases on the side. This is a carrying case company making foam and custom carrying cases to protect Protect your army. It's what they do. It's all they do. Check it out at BattleFoam.com. BattleFoam. Protecting your army. We're back, we're back with Romeo from Battle Foam and Wild West Texas. Romeo, thanks for joining us.
4: Thank you, guys. I appreciate being on again. It's always fun to, to come to a kind of a an old friends podcast. <laughs> so speaking
0: of uh, speaking of podcasts,
4: yeah, you sold yours. Been there, done that, huh, bud? Yeah. What's going on <laughs> with that, man? Man, I tell you what, I you know the the cool thing about podcasting as you know you're i mean you're a veteran at this point uh is that it is it's a love it's a it's a dedication it's a it takes time and effort and a lot of times the reward is just the listeners saying thank you and i really like it and uh it takes a lot of 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 your own personal kind of uh allegiance to it to make it a good thing you know to make it a good show and for me, that, that when Spencer left the show, I really thought, boy, this is, this is the thing for me. I got to do this. Not only do I love – at the time I was a member of the forum, not only do I love the forum, I love the members. I'm a, I love 40K and uh, all things about it. So I thought what a great way to get involved and, and do it. So I bought it obviously from Spencer years ago and it was really great and enjoyed it, put all the time and effort you need to, to have a good show. And then as you know, life takes over, you know, God, I owned it for five years. If you could believe that, um, I actually owned it and ran it for longer than Spencer did, (laughs) which is, I I couldn't believe when I looked at the true numbers, like when Spencer went live with his first show. And when we went live and then ended recently it it was like longer than spencer which nobody even knows that
0: right it's crazy when numbers like that happen we had been around for just under a year i think when you bought it from spencer yeah yeah because i've been i've been doing this six years and that's like i remember when my first host my first co-host quit he was doing some other things and then our second co-host came on our first co-host was on for like two years yeah and then the second one came on and all of a sudden we realized after a while it's like you know, hey, you know what? You know what? This episode is what this—the is the episode you've officially been the longest co-host. Of. He's like, yeah. what? He's like, I'm like, yeah, dude, you, you've been on long. He's like, you know, it's like, you know, it—it it, it seems crazy when you realize you've done it longer than the guy who was who started the thing.
4: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, and the crazy thing is, like, Spencer kind of pioneered it for all of us. Right. I mean, he was like the first head honcho that really made it a thing i mean guys were podcasting randomly and the technology was starting to become popular right uh but spencer really brought it to gaming and he was going to conventions and he was you know dragging you know chipley and and scott and gosh those aren't even the original hosts they were like the secondhand hosts that came (laughs) in after
0: right exactly yeah
4: but you know like all the guys he had at the beginning which for life of me i can't remember i mean jar jar was one he was like the big Catalyst that caused all that madness back in the day, right? Right, Uh, dude.
0: theirs was the first show I found. I remember ordering. Yeah,
4: um, I remember ordering, and I know what the order was.
0: It was, it was two Wood Elf battalions (laughs) from some place in Pennsylvania that gave me a really good deal. And in the box were stickers for forty k, like forty k radio stickers. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, what is this? And I'm like, and I went and I turned it on. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. And of course, he had the links to Podhammer and the D Six right. Generation. And right. I'm like, what is going on? And that's right. and that's that's where I started listening. And then and then I got the idea. I'm like, because all those guys are like talking tournament stuff. And I'm like, I play right. in my basement. Let me try this. Yeah. As a, as a, <laughs> I got a different take, and that's where it yeah. went from there. So those guys actually inspired Christopher and I to start our show. So
4: right. And and you know you know the the thing about it is you know when I when I bought into it for me it was I just didn't want the show to end I I, I loved what it was and how it was portrayed and I mean they made some goof ups here and there of course but everybody does as a podcaster and we thought boy we really just want this thing to go and we don't want to we don't want the freebooters and the memberships and the all the people in the forums to go away because they're all great great guys and so anyway we you know we bought into it and fast forward five years later you know, you get to a point and you say to yourself, you know, am I doing the show a disservice at this point? You know, am I, am am I giving it my all? And when you can look in the mirror and say, look, I'm really not, I'm kind of dragging my ass and I'm I'm not doing a great job and I can probably do better for these fans and I'm not doing better enough for them. uh, That's when you have to really kind of take a step back and make a decision. So for us, for me, at least, you know, I look back and I said, all right, we've done what four shows in the last eight months. That's a problem. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, I'm from like twice God. a month to every other month. Yeah. You're like, well, <laughs> yeah okay. To, to every, every, every other month. Right. So, right. uh, you know, for me, I just, you know, I, I, I talked to my other co host, you know, Rick, you know, obviously he was busy with life and doing his thing. And Kyle, you know, had his kid and, and was, is working on his second kid. And, trying to be a teacher and all these things so everybody just kind of started fading and, and getting old i mean let's be honest we just started fading into age <laughs> you know i'm I'm like one stone throw away from 40 and and the rest of these knuckleheads are right behind me so uh you know we just all kind of decided you know maybe it's time you know maybe it's time to pass the torch to a a, a rightful owner or a proper owner that's going to carry it back up the hill and and you know uh make this a good thing again and I started talking to Terrace about it, just randomly. Like I was just kind of venting to Terrace. I'm like Terrace, you know, like man, I don't want this to die. And he goes, Well, what do you want for it? I'll buy it. And I was like, Okay, sure, you will. <laughs> and he's like, No, I'll, I'll buy it. I love it. I love 40k. You know, I love the fans. I love the freebooters. I, you know, I think the community's awesome. You know, I love going to conventions. And I'm like, Okay, well, let's let's talk. So you know, we spend probably. I mean, the funny thing about it is, I mean. Terrace and I only spent a couple weeks talking about it, like getting it from the moment of I'm interested to the moment of okay, wrap it up, it's yours. Let's get things going. It was like two weeks. It was fast. Like wow. he was ready. It was. It wasn't even like a negotiation. Like I told him my price, and he was like, okay, that's fair. Let's do it. And bing, bang, boom, it just went down. And uh, I just love what Terrace's energy. Uh, I, I couldn't think of a better guy, right, to, to to buy it from me or and to take over. Because I didn't want it to die again, you know. I still have a love for the community. I still have a, a appreciation for the fans, and I really wanted somebody to take it that was going to give back the way the community deserves that I couldn't. And Terrace, boy, if, if there's one guy that gives
0: to oh, the yeah. community,
4: cheese. yeah, I mean, you know, Terrace. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the most lovable syrup drinking bear wearing <laughs> Canadian there is, right? Bear coat wearing Canadian, exactly. So, he just he's just a lovable guy. I mean I've never seen Terrence mad in my life. I've known him for 5 years. You know, I've I've never seen him say anything negative about anyone ever, which is so hard to do in this community, right? And dude, and, <laughs> and like, I
0: I don't want to sound stereotypical, but I know a few people who work in in, in setting up travel arrangements yeah. and stuff like that. Dude, you've got to got to be a people person. You you've, you've got to be able to be a people person right, to do right. that job. And, yeah. and, and he's, and, and he does it, uh, you know, he does it with, uh, with people, you know, I, I, you know, I know, I know people Difficult in this community, people. we can be, we can be a lot of neckbeards <laughs> in this community and, and he deals
4: with them with a smile. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I get it. it. It's, he's so different. He's a great guy. And, and really what I loved about it is when we started talking about the sale, you know, my first question was, well, who's going to do the show? And he goes, well. It's not about that. I want to manage it. I want to produce it. I want it to be a really a different thing than what you guys have done. We're going to do 40K and there's going to be a new cast. But my goal is to, to unify all the podcasts, so to divide them and everybody take advantage of each other's hard work and promote each other and grow the sense of a community. And I thought, man, what a great, what a great advocate for that, number one, Terrace is. But, but number two, what a great way to kind of change the stigma that is podcasting and in, in, in gaming, right. Which is right. everybody's against each other. Everybody hates each other. Everybody wants the other guy to fail. It's the whole opposite concept. And I loved it, man. So I said, absolutely. Terrace, let's make this happen. And, uh, he took over and now he's doing great things. I mean, the, the free Buddha's, uh, network that he has going is awesome. Uh, podcasters from all over i mean you know he's got um he's got oh god who are he's got the independent I, characters I, on there he's independent got the nerd characters, right. he's got d6g yeah. joined in absolutely so how did you do that terrace you mind tw- you know you, you twister of brain and mind
0: um, he's a jedi
4: he is a jedi i think he is a canadian <laughs> jedi uh his, his his lifesaver's pink though He's the only one that has a lightsaber that's pink. It works. Uh, it works. He <laughs> can it's, still it's, cut it's, cheese. It's
0: it's, it's, <laughs> the, it's the, like because you got the red lightsabers are for the dark side, but his is pink. Yeah. It's a lighter dark, so it brings in it's, both yeah. sides together.
4: <laughs> that's how that works. Uh, that's right. But uh, so you know, I'm super. I'm super stoked. It was the right time. It was the right decision. And and I think more than anything else, I just want to you know say thanks to him and and really thanks to the fans that stuck along. All the years and, and put up with all the ups and downs of, of 40k radio and the Freebooters uh, forum, and now you know. Hopefully, they're, they're really enjoying the new Freebooters forum and the Freebooters network, and all the podcasts are involved. And uh, anyway, so really cool stuff. I'm super happy, and and it was a good decision at the right time.
0: Well, like I said, I think it's, I think it's cool. There's a lot of cool stuff yeah. on there. I'm 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 I was a subscriber to the 40K. I'm a subscriber on Free Buddhas. I'm being yeah. I'm being introduced to podcasts that I didn't know before, which is kind of neat, right? So, Isn't that neat? Yeah, I, I think that's part of it. You know, bring in guys who have little side projects, and then it helps uh, introduce you to their main stuff as well. So. Because you can grow things that way. You know, you get other people to, you know, everyone comes in with, like I said, I mean, I'm, everybody knows who the independent characters are, but if you right. hadn't heard of them, they pop in on there and it's like all those other listeners get a shot at hearing them and, and then yep. you can increase your listenership too. I mean, it's not like yep. there, it's not like there's a limited pie. You know, know, it's like you can listen to every podcast. It's not like we make no money. Right. You know, it's It's just like like, (laughs) listen all you want to as many podcasts as you want. It's not like if I'm listening
4: to one, I can't listen to the other. So, (laughs) you know, what's crazy is even the best podcasters can only really put out like around a two hour show a week. Right. If somebody was really super dedicated. Right. You can probably put out a good show, maybe two to three hours. Even if you're a madman, you're putting out a three hour show. Once a week, which nobody does that, right, at this point, right?
0: Right. I mean, you, unless you're one of those big, crazy things. I, my wife listens to the Big Brother Gossip podcast. And but that's out, different. You know yeah. what I mean?
4: That's a whole other world, right? Exactly. Those people get paid to do that crap. Right. We don't get paid anything. Exactly. But, but it, it, in gaming, I mean, the best we ever had was 40K Radio way back in the day. I mean, years ago, before us, when right. they were doing a two-hour show every Friday night on script, like a TV show. You know, callers were calling in. I mean it was a madhouse. Like Spencer had it locked in. And even that is only two hours out of an entire week that is part of that pie. I mean if I'm painting models, I'm painting a minimum of 10 hours a week, right? Right. So what am I going to fill the other eight hours? I mean, there's so much podcasting time available to listen to stuff. Exactly, there's room for everybody, man. Yeah,
0: and considering that uh, most of the people I know, they have their uh, your uh, your podcast app, they have it turned up to times two, so they're right. listening to everything. Everyone talking at double speed anyway. So you're listening to, to oh, right twenty hours of podcasts in your ten hours of painting. So,
4: That's right. That's
0: right. Yeah, it's yep. crazy.
4: So, so no, but it's great stuff. So I'm I'm really happy for the show. I'm really happy where it's going. I'm I'm super happy for Terrace. Uh, I wish him nothing but the best and, and all the fans nothing but luck and, and enjoy it and and uh, you know give him hell in a good way.
0: A good <laughs> exactly. Way. <laughs> so listen, so so, when you're not podcasting, so what are you doing now? Come on, you got to have something new coming out. You're always you're always making something.
4: So what's so the new- that yeah. So <laughs> that's the thing, you know, dude. I tell you, you know, you would think like okay, so. The, I'm still mystified by, by Battle film as a company, you know, and and, and although I created it, years, you know, I, we're, what, our seventh year in business now? Yeah. Um, I'm still mystified by the amount of storage people need. Like, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, where are you people getting all these models? Like, I was waiting for, like, the bomb to drop eventually and for us to go out of business, right, and have to get a real job.
0: You and know I have two of your – the fifteen, twenty XLs, and I've got like three or four of your small packs, and I've dude, got some of the cases, and I got models sitting on shelves.
4: Dude, like, I have. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I, I know. Like, but what still baffles me is the amount of emails we get in any given month. Hey, I'm new. I just found your website. I would love a pack for this. What? How? Where have you been all your life? You know, <laughs> like I, I really want to wring my advertising team's neck and be like, "You guys stink at your jobs." Like, <laughs> you know, how? How is this dude, who's who's thirty six years old, you know, as an accountant, makes hundred grand a year, has been gaming for twenty years? You guys don't know him. Like, how? Well, now, so, in, in
0: in now, I don't know your accounting department. Maybe they are schlubs. Maybe they're not, but I mean, I know people who don't listen to any podcasts, right? And if you're not into if you're not into the online gaming community,
4: right? You're then you, then
0: you don't know because I mean, I've got people at the at the at the at, in our local store. Now I know I know our store, Unique Gifts and Games, carries your product, so they know about right. it. But it's like, I'll mention things. And like, no, I don't listen to podcasts. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'll mention right, things that are only right. there. I'm like, dude, you really need to. Not, I'm, not, I'm not even talking about mine. Like, I'm talking about other. I'm like, dude, you really need to jump out because there's a whole bunch of people out there that could clue you in on stuff.
4: On so, all kinds of things. Like, wow, like, they make, like, artificial, you know, turf that you put on your bases and you don't have to, like, use tuft anymore or whatever exactly, those things are. Exactly. Those little mini tufts that are already built for you. Like, you're so right. And But anyway, the, the reason I bring that up is that you know, just recently, you know, I mean, I mean, we have like thirty-eight different bags or cases or contraptions that hold models, right? right. I mean, that's a lot of freaking options. Yeah. I, mean, I think Samsonite, the luggage maker, who's been around a hundred years, probably has like twenty at any one given time in a model year. We're like at thirty-eight; it's bananas. So, but we had one that really needed adjusting, and we needed to to have a solution. And somebody brought it up to us at GenCon, and they said, "Hey." Look, I travel board games. I keep my stuff in the box. I don't really give a crap about the foam in there because it's not what I, you know, like my pieces are just in there. They're fine the way they are. Uh, my, my problem is I don't like lugging around a bunch of game boxes. And sometimes I bring two or three games to my club and then we decide then what we're going to do. And I'm the schlub carrying everything with me. <laughs> so I thought to myself, okay, wow, okay, this is an interesting question. You know, like I didn't think people would bring that many board games to a game night. Uh, number one, number two, I thought, well, why wouldn't you just carry the board game? Why would you need the board game going? You know, it's like a box inside a box kind of thing. Right. Um, so they and, want a case
0: for all their. They don't want. They don't want the foam for the pieces. They just want a case to carry all their board games in.
4: Right, and, and maybe they do want the foam, but the the moral of this customer was: look, I just want to put my boxes in something that's easy to carry, and none of your bags hold the squared off like game boxes. So. What we created is a new bag that's coming out. It's going to be coming out in November, just in time for the big Black Friday sale. Uh, It's called the X-Pack. And the reason it's called the X-Pack is it's got like a big X on the front. Uh, And that's just something stupid we came up with. So I'm not even going to try to make that sound cool. But it just has a full (laughs) X on the front. I mean, it's what it is. We ran ran out of ideas, let me tell you that. (laughs) But the bag's really cool. So what it is 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 it's a two-piece bag uh, that – Either zips on, it's a, so think of it this way, it's a very squared off backpack number one. Okay? okay, so you open that backpack up and you can put a board game in there, like actual box. So think zombie side board game box, right? Right. Pretty
0: thick. So one of those coffee box games, like those, like those fantasy flight monster game boxes. Yes. Okay.
4: Yeah, like those big, those big beasties, right? That they're probably I don't know five six inches thick sometimes. Yeah. Um. You know, and and they're very square looking, right? So that's how the backpack looks. It's got a nice, you know, shoulder straps, of course, padded back. So it doesn't, you know, tear up your back when you're carrying these things around. Anyway, so that is just an old backpack. But on the outside of that backpack, there is a zipper like you find on the bottom of our pack systems. Right. And there's an additional other portion of it that looks the same as the backpack without the straps that just has a handle on top that you can carry like a briefcase. And that zips together. So you can carry two board games, or you can separate them and either have like a little duffel handle bag, or a little shoulder backpack. Oh, okay. so it's kind of like a, a modular. It's basically three bags in one, one giant bag that holds multiple board games, one backpack, or one carry like uh, handle bag, like a little briefcase. Okay. So and they're soft sided, so the, because the board games are hard, right? So the bag doesn't need to be hard. Uh, So they're soft sets, they're light, easy to fold away. If you're going to take them on an airplane, they can check easily on an airplane. Um, Easy to store, easy to carry, come with the warranties that we have on everything. And uh, they're coming out in November. So we're pretty stoked. It's going to take care of our uh, board game guys, which is our goal. Yeah. So cool stuff. Uh, We like that. And then we have limited edition for this uh, Black Friday sale. Limited edition red uh, 1520XLs coming up. So, Ooh. yeah, Blood Angel fans, the big, the big daddies, the big fifteen twenties, uh, in all red. So they'll match the limited edition red seven twenties we had a couple uh, Christmases ago.
0: Okay. So now you can
4: zip those and have just a giant red coffin to carry <laughs> all your Blood Angels, or you know, uh, you know your your orcs. Your which ones are the red ones? I'm trying to remember the which which clan. It is the Blood Angels. This. Oh, no, but freaks. I mean for the Oryx. Speed Freaks, that's right. Yeah, they're the, the red. Yeah, everything painted red. Everything painted red goes faster. That's right, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, But they should be cool. So those are the cool things that we have coming out next month. And then we just did some really, really sweet Kill Team, Death Watch Kill Team uh, foam trays that you guys have to go check out on our uh, new items page. That's okay. all, that's available now. They're, uh, they're designed to fit specific Kill Team sizes. So... You know, right now you can kind of like the big thing is like, you know, Death Watch and Kill Team and like a biker mixed with like a couple of termies. Right. Mixed with like a few space marines, you know, and then like a, maybe a transport. We have uh, small, medium, large, and pack air size foam designed with Kill Team uh, concept in mind. So it's got the new oval basis for the new bikes, all that cool stuff. It's really badass. Very nice. So, yeah. So that's all the that's all the cool stuff we got for – for battle foam and uh things that are coming out in november and then of course the big sale uh really trying to do a big blowout this year on a lot of neat items so look for information coming out november one for the sale coming at the end of the month our annual black friday sale it's going to be a doozy this year
0: right and i will have and i'll have links for that especially right in november the
4: november shows will have links for all of that so that's awesome that's really cool and and you know more than anything else uh, we, we just invested in an embroidery machine, so we're going to be getting trained on that uh, that bad boy. It's getting delivered. We already got it, ordered it. We're waiting for it to be delivered. It comes from Maryland, so
0: we should oh. have it.
4: I know, right? Yeah, it, we I'll should have
0: it embroidered. I'm going to have my monogram placed on all my battle phone bags. Yeah, fantastic. Dude,
4: what we're really excited about is we want to be able to do, you know, because here's the thing. If you send us the artwork, hey man, you know whatever we didn't we didn't give it to you. We didn't sell you artwork. We sold you the service. Right. So if you just happen to have a logo that may or may not belong to a company or other, and you want it embroidered on something or other, you know, and you're not planning on selling that for profit, well, we'll be more than happy to oblige you with your own custom embroidered, uh, oh, let's call it space marine chapter. On your bag, of you have choice.
0: a big, uh, a big uh, horseshoe U-shaped looking thing.
4: Yeah, you know. yeah. If you happen to, yeah, if you like, you know, you like the Indianapolis Colts, and they happen <laughs> to also you know, be a Space Marine chapter, it is what it is, man. You know, one year I was at,
0: <laughs> I was at games day, and I bought a lanyard for my, for my work ID, and it was an Ultramarines yeah. lanyard. And I, I wore it to work one day because everyone came up to me going, "What are you like, Indiana of those Colts for?" I'm like, "I'll forget this." Like four people asked me what <laughs> I was a Colts fan. I'm like, uh, "It's, it's like, the ultramarines." They're like, "What?" I'm like, "I'm not explaining it to you." I'm getting a new land. Yeah, I'm
4: not too nerdy. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, I know. I, I know what you mean. But we're we're really excited because what we really want to do too is we want to offer hats. Like oh, so nice. many people, so many people wear hats, right? And how cool would it be if you got a hat with your specific. Whatever you wanted on it, well, right? you can also mean, you do. It. I
0: mean, if I they can send you the art. So if people have a, a game yeah. club with their game club logo, where the Manticore, or where the, or hey, if you have a podcast, because yep. there's a thousand of us out here now, and I want to have, I want to have the it. Garage Hammer logo emblazoned all over. Because you know, I, I got a, I got a big head, and I got to put the logo on everything I own so people know who I
4: am. Absolutely. Then, then yeah. I can
0: do that too, and just slap, slap it on everything. You guys can, can do
4: it. Yep. So that that's nice. we're really excited about that because it's it's just another cool service, uh, you know, above and beyond just having your name on your bag or something, you know, just a generic saying or or you know, laser cut foam with like etch stuff, in it. that's cool. But you know, having some swag and some neat clothes and things that you can do, you know, one off on the fly, it's really neat because you know you, you're not going to go to a big company that does you know tons of embroidery and and buy 12 hats, right? I mean, who the hell wants that? Right. Um, And we're going to try to make it fair, you know, keep it reasonable, like a typical hat price between, you know, 20 and 25 bucks, you know, and get you a cool hat that looks good and um, also has a neat logo or a saying or whatever you like on there. So, yeah, pretty cool things. Pretty pretty cool stuff. But uh, that's all stuff stuff coming in November. So look for that on the website, on our Facebook page, and, you know, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, or like us or whatever people do on those things. So. um, Anything yeah.
0: going on for Wild West Exodus we can chit-chat about? or Yeah, so, well, here's the thing. So, uh, Wild I mean, West I, mean I didn't cut off BattleFo. I mean, that, that was everything, No, no, right? that's it. That's Okay. Uh, God, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's too much already. Isn't that enough, people right? Are like, exactly.
4: People are like, enough with this guy. Get him out of here, for God's sake. <laughs> you know, like, I, I want yeah, a oh, triangle-shaped
0: bag for
4: this one European <laughs> game I bought, Romeo. Okay, <laughs> so Dude, I have that all the time. People email and say, I got this one thing. Can you make me a custom bag? And we're like, well, we have plenty of bags. No, no, I want you to build it from scratch. Like, this is what I want. I'm sending you drawings. I'm like, okay, it's like $2,000. Do you want that still? No, I don't want that. Okay, well, why don't you pick, pick from the lineup, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. <laughs> All right. So, but, but, uh, so Wild West anyway. Exodus, what are we doing? So check it out. So Wild West Exodus, my, my baby, my, my pet project that turned into a, a gargantuan monster, uh, has, and this is going to be such a tease, um, what I'm announcing is that there's an announcement coming. <laughs> so I'm announcing that there is a big, huge, giant uh, type of announcement that's happening in uh, after the 18th of this month, October. Um, I'd love to be able to come back on your show and talk about it in detail after the announcement. Uh, and what the announcement was how it happened why it happened what what brought it to happen um the good news is i'll tell you this much it's extremely awesome for wild west exodus it's super positive so no boo-hoos there's nothing bad we're not closing the company we're not none of that it's it's super positive it's very exciting news it's a lot of if you are a wild west exodus fan this news should make you extremely happy that's all i gotta say um the other thing about it is if i wasn't legally bind by silenced type of paperwork that i signed saying i can't talk about it until after the 18th i would love to blow the the, the news on this show but <laughs> i <laughs> i almost said something
0: inappropriate no, I, I, <laughs> I got i get it i get
4: it i got you right so yeah, okay.
0: Well then, you know, uh, if, I mean, if if you've got time, sometime between the 18th and when I put out the next yeah. episode on the 25th, come back yeah. and tell us, man, because now now I'm curious. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's
4: it's it's really really cool, man. And you know what I think it is that that I really like about uh, uh, this news and what's happening is that I really feel that the the story is going to get pushed forward way faster and way. In a much better way, too. Not not that it wasn't already doing a great thing in its own way, but it's going to move even quicker now. The storylines, the story arcs, the, the directions the stories are moving. They're really going to start getting pushed. So people are hopefully will be getting a ton of new fluff and content and gear and you name it. So cool. very, very exciting stuff. Yeah. Excellent. So I'm still, as you can tell, I'm all excited.
0: Obviously. So, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So – I'll have you back in about two weeks. Yes, to talk about Move. that, and it'll be on the next episode. So yes, tune in. Yes, and if you got and okay, listeners, if you got friends who like Wild West Exodus who aren't normally listeners because they're, this is normally we're talking more about AOS. Let them know next episode the big announcement.
4: Boom! Hey, have you? And I got to ask you this because it's fresh in my mind. Have you watched the new HBO show Westworld?
0: It's it's in my DVR. Dude, I was, I've heard it's amazing. My Dude. wife watched it. My wife watched it. Oh. And she's and she calls she calls down. I'm down here doing stuff with the kids, getting them ready for school. Yeah. And she's like, "Did you watch it?" I'm like, "No, I was doing this. I told you I was doing this." And she's like, "You need to watch it. You need to watch it soon because I want to talk about it with someone, and I can't yes. let the kids watch it." She's like, "I can't." Dude, let it.
4: <laughs> me and my wife. She's. It's funny because my wife is so over Wild West sci-fi anything because obviously our house you, has been
1: you've burned her out with
4: it oh my god i make her read my books right so you can yeah, imagine you like like she doesn't want to feed my head any bigger than it is so she reads them and she's like yeah that was really good you know i really liked it it was here but jamo what about the story arc what about this character what would you think and you know i like grill her on it like she had to do a book report and she's just sitting there like Okay, it's great. I liked it. Move on. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So in our house, cowboys and sci fi things are like they don't go. They don't go very well. So she looked at this show and she goes, are you there's going to be a Wild West show on HBO with robots? I'm like, yes (laughs) she's like like, I will not watch a second of it I'm like you will watch it woman and you're gonna like it so I DVR'd it because she wouldn't watch it live and I DVR'd it and she's really open minded so I don't want to paint Jama as being like a knucklehead but she was being a very stubborn knucklehead about this and I put it on in the morning actually before I was going to work I I just got done working out and we were having coffee and I'm like I'm putting it on Jama it's Tuesday morning I'm dying I'm putting it on and uh, I put it on, and it was like seven thirty in the morning, right? So she has she has nowhere to go. She can't leave because we're going to be leaving at around the same time together. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'm the story's just dragging on. I apologize, but we're, I just want to tell you how good this is. So we're sitting there, and I'm I'm drinking my coffee. She's drinking her coffee. She's having like a little breakfast thing, and she's in her looking in her phone, right, trying to be a stubborn little brat. And show comes on. About ten minutes into it, I see her kind of like start peeking up, right, like. Not looking at her phone as much, right? Right. 15 minutes into it, the phone's down on the coffee table, right? <laughs> yeah, everything else is forgotten. Dude, 20 minutes into it, she's looking at me like, what? This is awesome.
0: Yeah, I heard it's just so Dude, good. And it's, so, it's, it's so, so good. Okay, when I was a kid, like my grandpa loved that movie. Oh, like when World, it would, the old one. When oh. it would come on television, he would have me sit there. Like I would always spend like my parents. I've, I a lot of times at the weekends, I would stay at grandma and grandpa's house. When yeah. that would and you know, and I'm talking, you know, I'm ancient, so we didn't have VCRs or any of that right, stuff. Right. So you had to wait until it came on like the Sunday night movie. <laughs> Right. to watch it once a year on, like, Channel 7, you know?
4: Yeah. On yeah ABC. You had a TV guide made a paper, right? Remember exactly. You, you got the, the TV t- guide, yeah. and, and, and,
0: and your dad would go through and, and mark the shows he was watching, yeah. and, and you know, so he didn't miss them. And Westworld would come on, and it was always, I remember watching that with my grandpa so many times. I just, I loved the movie, and they're like, we're redoing yeah. it, and we're totally modernizing it, and it was like, dude. Yeah, and if I wasn't so busy on Sunday, I was so mad. My wife's like, "Well," and I totally, I didn't even think about it because I was so busy. My wife's like, "Yeah, I recorded it for you," and I'm like, "Oh gosh, thanks." I'm like, "Did you yeah. set the season to record?" She goes, "I didn't know if it was going to be any good." I'm like, "Oh, come on." Yeah,
4: <laughs> just set it I'm to like, record the on, season.
0: Like, you know, if it's you know what, what's the worst that could happen? If we're not enjoying it, we hit delete. Just set it. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> oh. It's just top notch, man. I mean, I just love the uh, the production value is through the roof. The you know, it's HBO, right? So their right. budget's like infinite on this kind of stuff, and they just have really pushed it. And my favorite part is the 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 sound – dude, they might get an Emmy for that soundtrack. I mean they got the, – the music they had on this last one, you had the Stones on there. You had uh, – who sings Black Hole Sun? Uh, Soundgarden. Uh, Soundgarden. They had Soundgarden on there, but but not playing – it was all played like on one of those old Western pianos. Oh, Nice. It's so good because you're you're listening to it and you're like, okay, no more because it's eleven o'clock my time (laughs) and I've got to be
0: up in like five hours. And if you give me any more, I'm going to watch it and then I'm never going to get up in time,
4: dude. It's so I've seen it. This is so stupid. This is I've watched it three times. Okay, since two. What's it? It's Wednesday night. It's been out for seventy two hours, dude. I watched it three times because the second time I had to watch it to make sure I didn't miss anything, and then the third time I watched it, I watched it to look for clues on. All the stuff that's been online about it, because I'm like, oh, I totally missed that. I gotta watch it. Oh, so okay. three okay. times, yeah, it's that right. good, dude. Anyway, <laughs> okay. All right. so, so yeah, I will watch it that?
0: tomorrow when I get home from school or awesome. when I get home from work. Yeah,
4: the kids are gonna it. be like, all Dad, right, man.
0: No, go to your room, do your homework in your room. <laughs> your- you can't. I know. I know for a fact Beat they it. can't watch this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Cool, man.
2: All
4: right. Well, anyway, so, so that's the latest and and I'd love to come on again. We'll we'll love to talk about the new news.
0: Yeah, I want to I, I want to hear about it now. And you know what awesome. when you come back, it may not be appropriate for the show, but either before or after, I'll have watched Westworld by then.
4: Yes. And we'll get, and we'll and we will talk about that then. We will talk. I like it. I like yeah, we can we can talk theory. Yeah, exactly. No. That'll I'm, be
0: great. Yeah, cuz my wife is like she's bugging me too. If, she's like, "Have you been?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm grading papers. I ain't got time right now." <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna get to it because that that one's the, all the rage. I thought Luke Cage was gonna be all the rage, but I the first couple episodes are a little slow for me, so I'm gonna have to flip yeah. over to Westworld. I think.
4: All right, so. man. We'll take it in and and uh, yeah, I appreciate. It. I can't wait to come back on. I appreciate you guys having me on tonight, and uh, yeah, hopefully you guys check out battlefilm.com uh, for the latest stuff. You know, go to that Freebooters Network and check out Terrence's hard work, uh, and of course WildWestExodus.com. Well, so. Check us out. Follow us. Love us on all those social media places, and uh, we appreciate it. Cool. Oh, hey, before you go, um, yeah.
0: who won your design contest? I didn't get to go and see that. Didn't you have a design uh, contest oh, going?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the winners. I apologize. I don't know the name's off the top of my head, but all the oh. winners are on our Facebook page. Okay. Um, we had winners for – we had we actually gave out prizes for first, second, and third place for uh, 40K Warhammer. That was one, one, one column. Uh, Privateer Press. Uh, anything privateer press that was another column of winners, and then uh, X wing. And, and they were designing.
0: Um, no, what were they supposed to be designing? Just so people they, know what they're looking at on the Facebook j- page.
4: What they're looking. So you're looking on the Facebook page for the contest winners, and it was really a create. Use a custom tray creator and create trays that you think we don't have yet that people would really like.
0: Oh, okay. So
4: it was. It was. You know, it's funny. The I know the I don't know the name of the guy. I apologize, but I know the tray he built. Uh, something so silly that we never even thought of for uh the winner for the privateer press side of it was a simple um we call them the small trays. It's like those little half trays that you fit colossals in. Right. Um for CAV. It fits six CAV models, right? Uh so mounted figures in in one little tray, and it took up, you know, half your bag or half of half of a half of a of us tray. Right. And we didn't have that all these years. <laughs> we never had a six model calf tray, half tray, so people can sit it next to their colossal and fill up their bag. And it was such a like a eureka, like oh my god, what were we thinking? How dumb are we? You know, like all us designers sitting around here coming up with ideas for foam. And this is like the simplest. So he won with one tray submission. He won like I think it's two hundred dollar battle foam bucks, and then he won the tray, of course, and a bunch of other goodies. So nice. It's just, yeah, it's craziest thing. So, you know, when we do these contests, you don't have to design like twenty trades. You can design one and just win on just sheer genius.
0: Yeah, so I do, I do that with my students. I yeah, did, I do that. In fact, uh, I, I did that just this week. We got up to the end of the section of a book we're reading, and they know I'm going to ask them some essay questions about the symbols and the and the things in the story. And right. so, like three days before we were going to do it, I'm like, okay, we finished reading. Here's your assignment. I want you to think about what kind of questions you think I'm going to ask you because that, that helps get them ready for the test and get their mind in, right. ready. They go right out. There's, uh, there's, how many do we have to write out? as many as you can think of? And I go, and if you guess, if you actually guess the questions that I've already, that I've done, Right, you'll get extra credit because then your mind is really set to where we've been working on this book and what we've been talking about in class. And what yep. we've done. And every once in a while, they guess what I'm guessing. And every once in a while, I get a better question than I actually had on the test. Right, and right. I'll swap one out and give that kid the <laughs> credit. I'll be like, yep, you guessed it. There it is.
4: <laughs> that's awesome. Extra credit. Yeah, I mean know? that's it's cool. You know, people are smart, man, and sometimes they know more than the creators of stuff. And and you know, you got to give them credit. And I, I really appreciate these contests because. Man, I really love seeing people's creative juices come flowing out, and we had some really good submissions this time. I mean, guys, we had hundreds for Warhammer and, and Warhammer Fantasy sent in, like crazy numbers of trade designs. I mean, we just got to a point where I got to turn this thing off, Karen, because it's blowing up a mailbox. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want, I don't want, any, I don't want, like you, I was like, I don't want to grade any of these, like Jesus, man, because I gotta look over all that stuff, right? Oh, I gotta oh, look, I know. you know, design after design, be like. And then you got to be like, whoa, do I have this? It looks familiar, but it's not. Ooh, okay. And so, I mean, it took us a month to go through everything and get it done. And uh, but anyway, again, we picked some great winners, and um, just like the X Wing guy, the guy that came up with the, the winner of the X Wing guy, another guy that was just a sheer genius. He created a generic x-wing ship holding tray where and they're also on our website in the new products page but instead of having a cutout like vertically you know where you see the silhouette of the shape so you know you call it whatever you know x-wing like or a whatever. tie fighter
0: or whatever tie something, fighter something right obvious right
4: yeah something obvious right so instead of having like a cutout where you drop the ship in the top and then you know you have like 20 different shapes he said, Well, why don't we do this? Why don't I just create a, a box with a smaller box underneath to hold the stem and then a little box below that that's all connected that holds the, the actual, you know, the little base. And you leave everything attached and you just drop them in on their sides. Then you don't need everything's the same size. All the ships are pretty much the same size. I'm like, That's so simple and smart. So, boom, <laughs> yeah. now we have those trays up. Like, thanks, bro. Now you get money and free trays and a bunch of love from us. So, that's they, um, that,
0: that works, right? I mean, that's a, it works. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. what they do in corporate, right? Don't come to me with a right. problem. Come to me with your problem, but have at least one solution in mind, right? And they right. always do that because I used to always do that with my employees when I used to work in like retail. Don't come to me with just a problem. Have at least one solution in mind because if I yep. don't really want to be bothered with it, if your solution was halfway decent, go <laughs> yeah. for it, you know. <laughs> Yeah,
4: no, it's true. It's true. And, 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 you know, people that are on the outside where they're not dealing with the same stuff every day, it's surprising how much more they see clearly than, than the people that are involved in a project or a company every day, because you get clouded, you know, with so many other tasks, you forget the basics or you overlook simple things. And somebody on the outside sees it clearly because they don't have all the other like smoke in the way, you know, blocking you out. So exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was really good. But again, check out our Facebook page. Uh, just look on their battle film. You'll see our Facebook page. We we love, you know, we love interacting with people on Facebook because it's a really fast way to to communicate and answer questions and help people out. But we posted the winners there a couple of posts ago, and and uh, you'll see the trade designs. We put those up too. So uh, yeah, you know, guys, take advantage, jump aboard, and grab those, or or wait uh, another couple of weeks and until the big sale, and then jump aboard on that. So cool. Cool stuff, man, and uh, hey, thanks again for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's great coming on. Um, no and worries, I'll, I'll and I will, some... and I'll be talking to you in about a week or so. Yeah, and get get to watching that that Westworld. You're gonna be thanking I will everybody have it, for it. I will <laughs> have
0: it viewed by the time we talk again, so we can talk about it. Yeah,
4: Anthony Hopkins, bro. That's all you have to say. He's in it. He's awesome.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, and I bet you he's just chewing up the scenery in that one. <laughs> just oh, like he's going so over the good, that,
4: dude. Oh. Dude, he's so Oh my it just, you know just he the is. guy's oh, oh he's so good. All anyway. Alright <laughs> right, folks, All right, okay, buddy.
0: thanks Romeo. Thanks for coming on. And folks, uh, we will be right back with um, with my promised newbies who just come back for AOS. They played their first couple of games and they are dying to talk about. So we'll be right back. Folks, I am back. That's right, I'm back. And I am here joined by my good friends, the Casson brothers, Brandon and Michael. Guys, welcome to the show. It's good to be here.
3: Thanks for having us. So
0: uh, these guys are, well, you're kind of new and kind of not new. You're back after a long hiatus. Uh, We're still new. (laughs) I would say say we're still new. Well, you started playing. You were new players. And then you stopped playing because you were going off to college and being like, you know, people type people. And uh, now you're back you're do- you're yeah, done with college, and we're back, back hanging out in the basement, <laughs> <laughs> which could be back in the basement.
3: so um, I love the basement.
0: <laughs> uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, these guys were actually students of mine <laughs> years and years ago. When did you guys
2: graduate? <laughs> Two thousand nine?
0: You graduated in oh nine and you graduated uh, in eleven. <laughs> so shout out to all my two thousand eleven. <laughs> <laughs> so that would have meant that I actually had you in class in uh five six and you would I would have had you in uh 8 oh seven oh eight. Yeah yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's like almost yeah, ten ten twelve years ago. Um and so uh, like <laughs> you guys we always joked around in class we always joked around, was like, White Tech, what are you doing? And it's like, you know, I got toys. I, 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 I'd have the models there. In <laughs> i like, building them on my lunch break and stuff. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And then finally, like, you, you were about to graduate. You're like, we're going to come over to that UGG place and see what you're doing. <laughs> and that was, like, I think the first time you really I, – I think, Brandon, hadn't you seen Warhammer before?
2: Yeah. It, I kind of first got my experience in Warhammer. I first got my experience in Warhammer – more like in elementary school, like 7th or 8th grade. Right. Uh, I, I saw a games workshop at the mall, and I was like, oh, this place seems cool. It was like, you know, just big boards, a lot of armies. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is neat. And I first start, I picked up like a box of skeletons, because spooky. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and other than that, it sort of like fell off because it's so expensive. No one else in the right mind should pick it up. And then... I later picked it up And I found some lizards And I dabbled in that a bit But yeah no, I had. I like lizards I like lizards <laughs>
0: <laughs> And then um, And then I remember Mike was like I was telling you guys I was going to play in a tournament And you're like I'm going to come see what this game's like I'm going to come cheer you on White Tech I'm going to come And you were going to start Taunting my opponents Telling them they're weak And then you sh-
3: <laughs> <laughs> That was a good
0: time And then uh, Yeah you showed up And I was losing and so you were not not <laughs> to lose your not to lose your your jeers and your insults. Um, you just started telling me that my game was wizzy. <laughs> I thought you were better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: you were wrong, and uh, it was so funny because you're like, "Why take your game's wizzy?" <laughs> and the kids are like. I thought these guys came to cheer you on. My friend's like, aren't these your students? I'm like, they were. Then now they know I can't fail them,
3: so they're here. (laughs) (laughs) They were my
0: students. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. Now they're a disappointment. (laughs) So uh, it was, yeah, so that's, you know, then uh, I think the time you guys really got in and came by was you were here here on uh, the release day for 8th Edition. Oh, yeah. You guys came over, and uh, we had tables set up upstairs. Um, was it here? Yeah, we, yeah, you were here at the house. Eighth edition. I thought it- that was when Eighth Edition came out. It was, it was July tenth, two thousand ten. That's right. So you hadn't even graduated yet. <laughs> no. And uh, so you guys came over, and because uh, uh, I, I remember because uh, you were here. I think I, I think you were here too. Sarah was here. Like there was a bunch of you guys here. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was okay. like the whole day because that was the day you played against Harrison. <laughs> oh yeah that was bad yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was when we were all learning we were all writing our 7th edition list and Harrison had those big hordes and he was had that always strikes first uh, high elves and no matter what you did
3: yeah, it was just like smash <laughs> <laughs> well I mean I've always played ogres or like orcs and goblins and stuff and uh, ogres are just this like awesome race that just smashes everything and then yeah. I play these uh, these elves and I'm just like oh I'm just gonna smash you and it's gonna be over nope yeah, it's like no. I get thirty five attacks and I hit you first.
0: No matter what you do, I'm going to hit you first. And you were like, I, wait, I'm not. I can't. I
3: can't. Wait. And you mean every time he gets to go first and he gets to uh, strike twice? Yeah, that's that's fair. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool.
0: Uh, Harrison beat like everybody that day. Like everyone was just like, trying, okay, this is annoying. So, um, yeah, but that was that was like your first day plan playing. I remember you left. You're like, oh, I don't know if I'm playing this game anymore, White Tech. You, <laughs> you want to buy these from me? I'm like, no, you're still playing. <laughs> but then, uh, so
3: you guys played 8th Edition for almost a year because uh, you were playing until you graduated. Okay, but actually playing, I don't feel like we've ever got a real game in. We've always wanted to play, but <laughs> it, it really just, it was just recently that we got our first game in. right. Well, I mean, yeah, outside of play in those days,
0: but so... That's um, why we're noobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we we actually wound up finding each other again, like about a month ago. At the Renaissance Fair. At the Renaissance yeah. Fair. <laughs> I'm walking around, we're, my wife and I are commenting on all the cosplay. Oh, look, that person's Renaissance, that was a steampunk, <laughs> there's persons dressed up, I don't know what that is, there's a vampire... What's this guy with the Los Poyos Hermanos apron on? Like, what is that supposed to be? Heather's like, what's Los Poyos Hermanos? She's never watched Breaking Bad, yeah. and I'm like, dude, that guy's like, that's not, that's like, that's like not even a full Breaking Bad costume. That's just the apron.
3: <laughs> and I'm looking, I'm like, oh my god, that's Mikey. And so I'm like, shout, you're like, what? Yeah. So then, uh, yeah. So best y- hug ever. I missed you so much. <laughs> yeah. like, it was
0: like, oh. So, um. Then you're like, are you still playing Warhammer? I'm like, oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, me and my brother have been meaning to get back into it. And I remember you say to so like, yeah, it's like I don't really have anything to spend my money on. I'm like, well, now you do. <laughs> All right. So then, yeah, then we, um, you know, we, we just were like, okay, let's get together. It took about two weeks. You guys came over. You brought your ogres. You brought your lizards. I said, I don't know both of these armies well enough to help and run the game and explain the game. So, okay, Mike, you can take ogres. I've seen them play. Brandon, you're playing Stormcast. <laughs> so, I gave those to you guys, and um, you're like, "Okay, I'll give it a try." Um, I just I set up a table. I grabbed a bunch of your models. I tried to keep them close, uh, you know, you know, strength wise, so that it was a fair game. But um,
3: nothing compares to Ogre's strength.
2: <laughs> My army could have if White didn't take half of it away. I you. took oh, no, one no. unit out. <laughs> you okay. be too, you're a bit of a powered. Why am I just being decimated? I'll put it back
0: in. Okay, didn't help. Let, okay, let okay let's we'll get to that. That was a mistake, and I put him back in. Um, <laughs> I thought I had you pretty balanced. I was looking at the units, going, "This looks pretty balanced," and then you just started like tearing your brother apart, and I was like, "Okay, this b- if, before this gets too one sided, that you you know your one unit hadn't even gotten in battle, and Mike <laughs> Mike was taking stuff off the board left and right. I'm like, you don't really need these. So they had not even gotten into combat. It's not like I had done it, and all of a sudden. <laughs> Mike's dice started on fire, and it was like, uh-oh, you do need these guys, so we put them <laughs> back, but um, yeah, so it w- I think you were kind of surprised, and it's like, okay, where's the rule book, and it's like, well, it's in the back of every book, and you're like, this is it? <laughs> yeah. So what was, your, what was your first thought with that? Because I remember you were you were expecting the tome, Yeah. and when you saw it was four pages, you're like, wait, what is this?
3: I actually really liked that. Because every other rule book was just like pretty lengthy, and to see something only four pages, and I actually really enjoy that. I can get people in there just playing more games with a shorter rule book, it definitely caught my attention, I like it,
2: yeah, I like how streamlined it got, because it used to just be this like very thick thing that was super hard to get into. I had an old one that was just it looked like an old d and d book and it was like I just sat down and read it, and I was bored out of my mind, and I was like yeah okay i could I could maybe learn this, but then BrodyTech showed me the new one, and hey, it's super easy to learn.
0: Yeah, I mean, by the end of turn two, I mean, I had to run upstairs to do something, and I came down, and you guys were just like, hey, we're doing fine without you." Like, <laughs> like seriously, two turns. I mean, it, it, it was. Yeah. I mean, they were long turns because we were sitting there looking up all the stats for all the characters and stuff. But um, yeah, it's such a. It's. I mean, it, even you guys are like, this is it. Yeah. This is all there
3: is. I mean, I saw the length of it. I never like got to reading it yet, but it covers everything, right? Like, there's nothing. It doesn't leave out anything to inter- interpretation or like ask a lot of questions or.
0: But there's some. I mean, there's a little bit, and a lot of that comes into the War Scrolls, and that's the part where you oh, guys were. Oh, Yeah. You know, that's where we had all the little. You know, we we're flipping through all the different pages, all the cool
3: things you can do. Um, that's another cool thing. Where like war Sc- war scrolls and like all the stuff with your own characters and like individual leaders like rules and stuff. I thought that was really awesome.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, and everyone had their little special ability. I remember you were really happy because Brandon's like, I'm gonna give everybody this ability, and you're like, okay, I want to kill that guy. <laughs> and it was like, and he couldn't hide. I remember you were like, he couldn't hide him in a unit like like Harrison yeah. was hiding all his characters in all with all the in all the inside the units of elves, and you're like, oh, he, wait, he can't hide that guy? I'm like, <laughs> no, you can just target him. And you're like, yeah, he's gonna, oh, die. You're gonna die. you're going to die. I
3: don't like that. I don't like him.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, and th- the game was hysterical, though, because talk about ups <laughs> and downs. Mike, I mean, you had that attack with, uh, you had, like, what, six of the uh, iron guts. You had, like, uh, you know, 19 dice, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> hitting on
3: threes. How many hits you got? Three. You're like, what? (laughs) And your brother's like, whew. I was doing like statistically impossible things that night. It was (laughs) like, I don't know how many ones and twos someone can roll, but I rolled them every single time. I remember you had four ogres (laughs) around that one storm cast, (laughs) the one guy
0: with the bow. It was a bow guy, too. It was like that. And you're you're like, four of them. You're You're like, okay, one wound. And Brandon's like save you're like what (laughs) come on i should have plowed through this and gotten to the objective
3: yeah i cannot rule to save my life the
0: funniest part was we weren't even playing now here's what i wanted to ask you guys now for a first game i mean we put a we put about seven units a piece on the board it was a pretty big game yeah for a learning game i mean sometimes people will only throw out two or three units you can get the mechanics Mm -hmm. but i figured the mechanics were easy uh, we picked a scenario and we played it, but we left out, um, you know, alliance bonuses and things like that. So you've still you still haven't played with those. So you've got mm-hmm. that to learn. Um, so I mean, what do you guys think of the game? What do you think of it as far as learning curve or complexity or anything like that? What did you pick up from it? Because you played a game and then, as soon as you guys finished, you you put away the. Uh, Stormcast and you're like, We're playing another game, I'm pulling out my lizards. <laughs> and you pulled out your and you guys started another we, we rolled up another scenario. You guys played another game pretty much all the way through. You were just about done before you guys had to leave because you had to go to work. But uh you know, you got two games in on your first day and by the second game you didn't even need my help really. So what do you what's going on?
2: Yeah, the uh I really enjoyed the game. It was real easy to pick up. Uh I like that like again. The armies are all unique. With like each, it seemed like even like the smaller jobber units even have their own special things. To miss are not as worthless. And-
0: oh yeah, yeah. You that's right. Because you had the the, the um, I had good time. You had your little uh, handlers. Were all were their own little unit. You're like, oh, these guys even have a little thing they can do. Everybody's got something they can do. Mm-hmm. And um, you were starting to discover. Wait, if I put this guy over here. Because that's, I think, what you realize with your lizard men. If this guy, okay, this guy, wait, he needs to be within, so you were starting to move your guys closer to each other because it's like, oh, if this guy's inside of 10 inches of that guy, suddenly all of a sudden it's like, boom, this guy's work a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: yeah, there's always that learning curve of you not exactly know what each of your units does, but once you kind of get the hang of it, then it's like, okay, I got better unit positioning.
0: Yeah, and Mike, you had yeah. two games, and by the second game, you were rewriting your list and everything.
3: <laughs> yeah, the second game, I was already in it because I was the one who started with the ogre army and played the ogre army again. My brother had switched up armies, so with my, it was it was really really slow at first, you know, like. Just learning how things work, where to put models, uh, learning what each attack, like, what's their attack, what's the defense, what's their save, all that. But then once you start learning those numbers of each, like, uh, unit, then you really start seeing how fast the game does pick up. And you do see, like, where a game really can go quick and be fun once both... Uh, party members know all those numbers, and because yeah, by the second game, your ter- your your, <laughs> your your turn
0: was like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm moving guys. That's here. what was
3: so annoying was because I would go really quick, and then like my brother would go, and he had a whole new army, so it would be like another thirty minutes between- before it was my turn. Now it wasn't the army; it was the fact that you had ogres and your <laughs>
2: tacticals. I would murder everyone, <laughs> and I'm like, he's oh, just gonna murder me. What am I <laughs> gonna do? <laughs> I can't yeah. just move forward. He'll give him better position.
0: Well, part of that was that too, was that you just rushed up and you were smashing stuff and your brother was sitting there looking at the board going, okay, what do I do now? (laughs) Because he was like, oh boy, because I think that made his turn take a little longer. He was trying to figure out where to move, how to get through it, because you were just like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'll take this thunder tusk. I'm just going (laughs) to run up. Uh, Oh, I got six mortal wounds here. (laughs) Take them. This giant unit that you
2: put to try and defend yourself, you're all gone now.
3: Okay, well... That, that that that's ogres you know
2: okay <laughs> that, that less ogres more that thunder okay, tusk though wow. is okay, okay yeah. if i try this thunder tusk yeah that's fine
3: oh god what have i agreed to yeah so the first game i didn't have my thunder tusk <laughs> i the second <laughs> game i did though and it was awesome <laughs> 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 he has like an 18 like inch range of this frost like blast thing that will destroy anyone Yeah, and he
0: couldn't pick off enough wounds to slow that thing down. And every time he would get in range, like he couldn't get close. That was the thing. I don't even know what to do with that. He couldn't get close enough to pick off the wounds or even to get a charge in to start taking wounds off your guy. I don't think that thing even got into combat. You just kept getting close and just like, I'm just going to do six mortal wounds every
2: I almost got close with that uh that guard commander. Right. He was surrounded by. F- he was alone. Seven units left by himself, surrounded by four ogres. He was winning all the fights. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that guy's that guy's
3: special. No, you had the unit of thirty of those like little lizards, and they're like they have like thirty plus shots. They're just like, like thirty shots. One damage Yeah like, okay. but Their hit is like full and five. They were hitting on five. Hitting on yeah. fives. So yeah. like yeah. I had a
2: lot of them But they were kind of hard to hit Because I'm just shooting <laughs> The pea shooters <laughs> They got a big scary thing
3: And then it was Thunder Tusk's turn <laughs> <laughs> All dead
0: <laughs> Yeah you were running around And it was so funny Because you guys You're sitting there And you're like I, you're, I'm watching you After you get your list built And you're going down Looking down the list <laughs> While your brother's taking his turn you're like all right, I need to order another tyrant. <laughs> I need to order a butcher. You're like, when are we going to UGG? I need to order this. I need to order that. <laughs> like, you're just adding stuff to your list yeah. as you're playing. Like, I need to try this. I need one of these. Um, yeah. And it whole was whole so funny things, how so. all in you jumped in. Like, by the end of the second game, you two, uh, uh, I mean, well, not as much as Brand. <laughs> Brand. Well, I've got my Skaven at home. I don't know if I want to play my Skaven <laughs> and my Lizards. Then you're looking at the. So I, I hand you the Chaos book, and you're looking at all the Skaven rules. You're like, Skaven's pretty cool. And you're like, well, what's all this other stuff? I'm like, well, you can play anything in this whole book. You know, it's, you can play it together. It doesn't synergize as well, but you can still play it together. And you're flipping through, you're like, Oh, I want to be this Nurgle stuff. <laughs> and then, yeah,
2: there's a little story behind that. Just because when I first started playing Warhammer, I saw Nurgle and <clears throat> I saw Nurgle and all like just all of its units, and I was like, "This army really cool." But when I first started to get into it, I didn't have that much to disposable income. I had skeletons, so it's right? Like, eh, I got skeletons, and I picked up some Skavens and Lizards, and it's like, well, I still can't pick up Nurgle stuff. But now I have a job supposed to link You want to play Nurgle? You don't want to play Nurgle.
3: Yeah. I mean, I've always been good at, like, picking one thing or army or character and sticking with that. About you, with anything you've done, you've never been able to stick. You've always had to move on, move to the... Well, right. Yeah, Mike, you're like, I've got ogres. I'm sticking
0: (laughs) with them. I'm just buying more ogres. Yeah, Brandon has hobby ADD. He's just (laughs) like, oh, look, they're greed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) At least on the plus side now that there's these, uh, like large groups instead of just individual armies mm, yeah. I can just sort of like maybe I want some of these beast men or maybe some of these other demons Ooh.
0: yeah but since but since last week though I mean let's just let's show now <laughs> you did now you, honestly you got a good deal I'm not regretting nothing now, you got I a good deal nothing. but so so pe- so our listeners understand Brandon walk out of here and by the next day he got not, you know he's just a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a used army because he does it the smart way but Brandon, the, um, by by the end of the week This was Saturday he walked out the door This Saturday he walked in He's got 60 Plague Bearers 6 Plague Drones 6 Nurglings, 10 Blight Kings 2 Great Unclean Ones The Glotkin A Magath Rider We haven't decided which it's going to be yet Although I think you're going to be Morbidex twice born So you could use it with the Nerglings Oh, absolutely You got a Herald of Nurgle, Epidemius Gut Rot Spume A Sorcerer A Soul Grinder And a Demon Prince
2: Yeah, when I go harder. I go hard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's <laughs> just like, I've got all this stuff for Nurgle. You got to bet bring hard it. to win hard. There you go. You got to bet heavy to win heavy. Exactly.
3: <laughs> well, we started talking about lizards, and then it was like Skaven. And You're then like, thinking about <laughs> Left skaven. doing that. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I can mix these guys with my Skaven. Like, where are the Skaven in this list? <laughs> we'll get to them. <laughs> I got to finish building all this Nurgle now.
2: I got some plague rats. I got some plague monks. They're in there somewhere. You know, whatever.
0: And the and, well, and the paint job will be nice and easier, too. It's like, I'm going to get that green fit. Quick job. And what if it looked kind of ugly? That's okay. Like, I remember you saying that. It's okay if it's ugly. The guy's supposed to look ugly. <laughs> they are <laughs> ugly. He's rotting. So, yeah, that was just, I was like, wow. Okay, Brandon's in. That's great. So now, and you know what that 's good because, like i said i'm you've you got two more guys in our in our local community now, like uh we 're going to head over to ugG when we 're done recording here, and I know luke 's excited he 's like two more guys to play that's just fantastic,
3: so well, I told you at the Renaissance Fair it was like fate when we ran into each other It really was it was crazy. me and my brother had just talked about getting back into Warhammer and then I was just like oh yeah I need to hit up Tech, but I worked all the time and but then I ran into you at work and I was like oh my
0: god yeah
3: <laughs> that was it was the weirdest thing I
0: even said to Heather I said it's the, it's the craziest thing we just met up and I'm like he wants to come over and play she was like that's fantastic she's like that's that's just great um and so like I was just so glad that you guys liked it you know and then Chris Barnett showed up like he yeah. was just like I mean you know he was in for the weekend from California he was like in between seeing his son and going like dropping his son off and going over to to visit another friend and he's like oh she's not going to be free for a couple hours I'm going to stop by and see her for a little bit and he's watching the game and he's like it's like magic yeah. and i'm like what is he's like yeah he's like magic the gathering he's like the rules are real simple and all the complexities in the cards and that was and you guys are both like yeah that's kind of exactly how it is <laughs> Because um, I remember you were sitting there And you were just like okay I'm going to put this guy With this guy now and I need this guy Hey where can I get a guy with one of these pots <laughs> Where can I get a butcher with <laughs> one of these pots Why because <laughs> I want to pull this thing out on my brother I got to get this pot <laughs> I got to get him So he can't How do, do it? I just win all the time <laughs> <laughs> So And that was funny I think part of the decision Let's be honest I think part of the decision For your brother to switch over to the Nurgle And the Skaven was because every time He got close to you with the with the lizard men, you were just like, Poof, take them off, <laughs> Poof, take them off, Poof,
3: take them off.
2: I might just have to just everything is just to try and win. My brother and I are both competitive and mostly between each other.
3: Yeah, he just wants to take out my ogres. Like he doesn't even care. <laughs> he just wants to kill just, my ogres. Well, give me a list that will kill the ogres, <laughs> yeah. and it probably won't work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, but I'm like I said, I'm just, I'm just really glad you guys are in. I mean, this is the second weekend in a row we're getting together. We're gonna, we're definitely gonna. If if not, if not, I mean, heck, I think we got. I think we're getting together next weekend again. Oh yeah. More gaming. We got paint night set up. Um, I'm gonna, you know, and then uh, when we're done with that after UGG, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the stormcast on the table and show you how it really goes. <laughs> 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 so, um. You, so what? What's the plan now? I mean, I, I mean, I know you've got Nurgle at least this week. Next week we'll see what other army you got. But uh, if
2: you can't beat ogres, join
0: ogres.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going ogres.
0: That'll be great. It's be ogre on ogre slap fest at the <laughs> castle house.
3: Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know what my brother's gonna do, but I'm sticking with ogres. And you know, now is the time to see what kind of general I want leader, and then get that kind of look at more of the other art i'm kind of looking into the man eaters they are seeming pretty awesome man eaters are
0: sweet uh you know the the they're they're they don't i mean they sell them individually they're like a -a one-at-a-time type of model that you pick up i've been reading about but you can literally i mean the ones that they sell on the website are i mean they're cool because there's like six or seven of them and you can pick you know the different style the different ones they got a little ninja one you know they yeah <laughs> cute
3: ninja guy and yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah yeah and they, they those guys the, yeah the man eaters yeah. are they're definitely really But
3: good. not like models wise where am I going I would really like to get into like you just battling different people and different armies and seeing how my ogres work with like different types of armies and stuff would be cool Yeah and um we're going to like
0: so we're going to talk to Luke too cuz he's running the um uh the um what do you call it the, the the little campaign he's running in the uh oh what's it um yeah you have said it like three times yeah and i keep forgetting the name <laughs> um but it's with the 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 path to glory path to glory campaign that so that's it, it. <laughs> so he wants he wants to try to get talk you guys into doing that as well but um so if okay so i know you're sticking with ogres <laughs> but once you've got your
3: ogres and you've got them and you've been playing them and you're happy with them, orcs and goblins, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. The orcs and goblins are actually my first army until I switched to ogres. But I don't know. I'm just like so. You're sticking with uh, the destruction. I'm book. a destruction type sticking person. With the <laughs> destruction book. Yeah. Um. What was that game that like? Orc game, Orcs and Goblins game. I came into your room. Oh, we had the card yeah. game we used to play. Yeah, what was that play. called? Uh, I forget,
0: but that was, the, that was that little privateer press. It was the uh, little, just that quick card game. I, it was, I can't remember anim- what it was animosity called.
3: Animosity or something, like right now, like... No, what was it called? I can't I, remember. I, but anyways, like things like that where like it just made me love orcs and goblins where like if you roll wrong or like they just go crazy and can just start tacking everything and it's just a really cool like
0: Yeah, it was one of those little tiny like 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 four four inch by like six inch little box games with the cards, then we would play it on lunch. You guys would come in on my lunch break, I had that room empty and you guys were like, We have lunch too, can we come in here instead of going to the cafeteria? I'm like, dude, anything's better than going to the cafeteria. Yeah. So we would just sit there and end up and play those stupid uh those stupid <laughs> card games and stuff. People come in like, "What
3: are you doing in here? Like just go away." they would just be doing warhammer stuff, you know exactly, Playing cool stuff.
0: yeah, I wonder why
3: the people I work with don't ever talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were like you had like a tournament coming up or something, and you had to paint your models, so you we would have movie night or a movie class. Watch this movie while I paint. Okay. Well, no. The movie. There was a point to the film.
2: <laughs> no, there wasn't. <laughs> yes, there was. <laughs> you were watching Ferris Bueller's
0: Day Off. We were not watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We we had a, a film that went with the with the lesson. I just it just well coincidentally the film went with the lesson. I had, it, it, while you guys were watching the video, I needed to do something. Yeah. strong bad videos. <laughs> 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 that was only on Fridays if you guys were good and finished your lessons early you guys are uh, you guys are misremembering these things. you just yeah. remember the good bits <laughs> All right so listen um you know what I think uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here real quick um, but what I want to do is uh you know in about a month or so after you guys have gotten some more games under your belt and have gotten some real mm-hmm. things, I want to have you guys come back on because one of the things, I mean, right now I'm sort of dominating this. Like, oh, what do you think? You're like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> That's on Noob's but, Talk. Yeah, exactly. Once, once you guys, what I want to do is I want to have you guys come back, like, you know, in a, in a month or so after we've played a few weekends, maybe two, you know, either you know December, January, somewhere around there. Um, and then I want to I do this again. If you guys, if you guys want to, that is,
2: yeah, no, definitely, oh, I'd be down,
0: and then uh, and that way we could just, we could sort of compare. Uh, talk, you guys, and we'll see. We'll see when we ask what you. you know, I, I'm just. I'm expecting. A, well, you know, I, I like the, this and this unit, but these guys don't hit as hard. I want. I want to see. I want to hear some real insight <laughs> from you guys. We're so, done <laughs> playing Warhammer. Now. So,
2: uh, Brandon, <laughs> uh, how do you, like, much, how do you like, like your the army? Game. Oh yeah, I love the elves. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: Brandon's changed four armies in the
2: last two months.
3: <laughs> I'm now dwarves that are crazy about their gold. <laughs>
0: All right, so hey, Seriously, thanks for coming on, um, folks. Um, we're gonna take a break, and we come back. I'm gonna wrap up the show, um, and then yeah, and then uh, and then that'll be it. So uh, stick around. We'll be right back. Thanks, thanks, guys. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having us. So, we'll be back.
1: From Tuesday night war machine and Thursday board game night to Friday night magic, there's always something going on at Unique Gifts and Games in Gray's Lake. Check them out on the web at uniquegg.com.
0: Okay, so I am back again, all by my lonesome again, well not by my lonesome, I got Lindsay here, and um, alright, so thanks for indulging me there with uh, with Mike and Brandon, um, they were a little shy, they didn't want to say too terribly much, Um, it's funny because they're not shy at all, like don't, they are not shy, Um, put them in front of a mic for the first time, little bit shy. So that's fine. You know, that's cool. Um I get it. Um, But, you know, they're going to come back in, I don't know, a month or so. Next, uh, uh if they've got a bunch of games under their belt and see what they think of their armies and how they're playing and what they like or don't like about them. Um So I think it'll be interesting to see the progression from a couple of guys who are just sort of sitting quietly and just learning to play the game and not talking too much. Um, because they only know this few games they've had to, uh, guys who've got a, you know, several games under their belt, um, and have, have formed some, some real opinions. So we'll see how that goes. But, uh, thanks for, thanks for indulging me there. The, um, uh, with these, uh, with the, with these discussions today, uh, so that's I think about it. That's 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 it for the show. Um I hope you've enjoyed my thoughts on the on the summoning rules and um I hope you enjoyed uh hearing from Romeo as well as hearing from uh, Mike and Brandon. Um they've been coming by a bit, quite a bit uh, to play. Um and they'll probably be by again this weekend. So I'm getting more games in. They're coming in and playing. Uh, the group is starting to grow. We're getting more people in. Um, I'm just I'm 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 happy that this is happening. So uh, we'll see we'll see where that goes as far as uh, how that affects the show and just getting some more more game time in and more people playing. So that's pretty cool. Um, other than that, I just want to thank you all for listening. Uh, episode 155 is coming up right around the corner. Um, not one hundred percent certain. Can't give you too much of a preview. I don't remember what I, uh, I don't remember what I scheduled, and I don't have the schedule in front of me. It may be a, it may be a, a battle tome review. Might be nice to have another battle tome review. I haven't done one in a little bit. Um. But uh, if you're enjoying the show, hey, you know you can always leave us a nice iTunes review. Uh, haven't had one in a while. Those are always cool. Or at least I haven't had one. Last time I checked, I hadn't had one could have gotten one today and not noticed it or not known about it. Um, but, you know, if you want to leave an iTunes review, uh, I do read them. I do love them. Um, I like that type of stuff. So other than that, otherwise, just send me an email. Let me know what you think of the show. That's great. Um, finally, um, if uh, if you are interested, please check out our Patreon page patreon.com dot com slash garagehammer p a t r e o n um, sh- just check it out if you decide you want to help out cool if not cool you know the show's always going to be here it 's always going to be free uh, but even a small donation winds up being huge for the show we 're very close to the uh, our next goal we're like just a few dollars away from our next goal um, and then the that goal is pretty close the goal after that uh Is bringing back garage gamer um a a guaranteed monthly episode of just those other fandoms you know sometimes gaming sometimes movie stuff but an, an extra episode of uh stuff and things um that i'm doing outside of just games workshop stuff um i know a lot of you guys enjoy that so um that's that's the next big goal um i'm still uh Just about ready In fact I was going to Record a YouTube video Tomorrow Um, I just got to make sure That uh, we can get that going Uh, Start editing that up And get that posted out Uh, I'm just
4: super excited
0: Um, You know again Thanks to all the patrons Who did uh, chime in We should be going live With episodes next month It looks like we're going To go on to Twitch With live episodes um, Next month So if you want to see the show raw, with all the bad cuts and the editing and any retakes and things like that? Um, you know, see it what it, see see how horrible it is before I stick it through the machine and clean it up. Um, we will be doing live episodes pretty soon, chat room and everything. So um, that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, we just got to make sure the transition to the website goes okay. Once we've got all that in, everything should be up and running and going beautifully. Um, once again. Thanks to our uh, Thanks to our associate producers James Mackey, Ryan Taylor, and Shirley Tempel um, For helping out um, Other than that Like I said, check it out it can help, cool, if not The show's going to be here anyway, man um, And that's that So, um, until next time, folks Only the faithful will be triumphant Only the faithful will stand When all others fall And only the faithful know no despair Except in
1: failure You than listening to Garage Hammer. If you like the show, we invite you to join the Garage Hammer community by joining our forums at garagehammer.net/forum or our Facebook page, Garage Hammer Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter. Follow David at Garage Hammer and follow Chris at Topher Chris U. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach David through david at garagehammer.net. You can reach me, that's Chris, through chrisu at garagehammer.net. And you can reach both of us through garagehammer at live.com. If you want to help support GarageHammer, check the support page or the show store on our website, or leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, thanks for listening.